Hey there, thank you for joining the live podcast, a podcast provided by the Love Yourself Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit aimed to help spread the message of self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building a better relationship with yourself, but a better relationship with others and with our beautiful planet. So if you're on a mission of self-healing, of self-improvement, of self-discovery, this podcast is for you. Be sure to like us on all social media platforms at the LY Foundation, at our website, thelyfoundation.org. And we're so thankful that you found us and we just hope to help you no matter where you are in your journey and to remind you that you are the most important person in your life. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Equanimity Podcast. My name is Jackson. It is just a solo episode today. Monica did a solo episode a week or two ago, depending on when this comes out. Recommend going to check that out. And today I'm just going to do the same thing, follow the same format. Just talk about myself, a little bit of background, and then themes that I'm having fun with in life right now that are helping a lot. And see if they can connect or help anyone else. My name is Jackson, born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. A little over a year ago now, I was lucky enough to meet Monica and get involved in the LYF, Love Yourself Foundation. That whole family is amazing and it's a great mentality, great goal, great mission. Everything about it is amazing and such a great gathering of community. I'm very grateful to be a part of and to help out in any way that I can. And... For the podcast, the goal of the podcast is just to bring positive and a little bit of balance to all the stuff we might be consuming on a daily basis. If we're not careful to tailor everything that we consume, then it's very easy just to get so much of the negative stuff that kind of feeds and powers our media, our everything. Negativity just drives, hooks people in more deeply than anything else, very easily at least. Here, our goal is to just share positivity and share things that have helped us personally, see if that reverberates with anyone else, see if it connects and can help anyone else. And if we can help one person, that's just the success of the podcast right there. Anyways, that's my little ramble. Background on me. Yeah, born and raised in Vegas, come from a reasonably dysfunctional family. On one half, it was a single mom just raising me and being a superhero essentially and then on the other side is the dysfunction of six siblings and several immediate family members going to jail and secondary family members going to jail other members that should have been in jail but not it's just it's uh, yeah there's a lot of that in my household and i don't say that for any reason other than just to to share that if you're going through something like that yeah it's crazy and it's wild but you're not alone and I don't know, there's a lot of things that I was lucky enough to be introduced with that kind of helped me through all of that, or at least give me a more positive and able to work with mentality moving forward, as opposed to just being like crushed by anxiety and depression all of the time. Realization that there's things that we can do to move ourselves forward and accept the things that happened and move forward with them, like they'll always be there. And it it plays a role in our lives, unfortunately, but we don't have to let them be the defining factor and we can 
move forward and grow. So <laughs> some of the things that I've been having fun with like always since I've read the book, and The Body Keeps the Score, highly recommend that for everybody, everybody. It's such a great book. Dr. Bessel Vanderkolk, he's phenomenal. He holds a trauma conference once a year. I think it's out in Boston. But it's just such an amazing read and breaks down decades of research and science into these like easy to comprehend bits and breaks down into sections of to acknowledge and notice these things, to accept them and integrate them and how to heal and move forward. And it's, yeah, just a beautiful read and can't recommend it enough. I think that everybody can learn so much from it, just from like the smallest amount of little grievances in childhood from parents that can affect our character greatly and why they might be doing that or things we might be unconscious to. So yeah, with that, I have a whole bunch of quotes from the book right now. And I think some of the big themes there are community and getting in touch with the body. One of the great, one of my favorites is being able to feel safe with other people is probably the single most important aspect of mental health. Safe connections are fundamental to meaningful and satisfying lives. And I spoke of the community with LYF that feeling of community through through friends and family and the arts scene in Las Vegas has been like integral for me over the last year and a half or so. I don't think I've quite felt like community on that level. So many people like care and just can help each other grow. Everyone's there to just, I don't know, create and help. And I think when businesses or people get into something with the idea of integrating the community with it opens up so many doors and can help so many people in more ways than one and that's a beautiful thing and uh, yeah that's a note on community and there's another book that monica and i are reading right now called emergent strategies that has a whole bunch of amazing themes on community and leadership and how when we like collaborate and communicate so much more is achievable and so many goals can come to fruition so much can be done and accomplished by getting in touch with the community, seeing what yourself truly needs and then what others truly need and how we can all help each other and all give and at the same time still receive and grow that there's no shortage of energy to be exchanged. Monica and I will be talking about that book in a future podcast. Stay tuned for that. As well as have a podcast sharing a bunch of positive news, a whole positive news update. Try to bring you your regular media news cycle, but with all the positive things going on in the world to help with that balance. But anyways, back to connecting with the self or themes from The Body Keeps the Score, I guess. the One of the big ones is community and how feeling trust there, feeling truly able to be yourself is like one of the biggest things that we can do to heal and become who we truly are, to release all that's there, the good, bad, and the ugly, because that's how we form and we grow. We just have to allow all that to be on the table for us to even pick from it. And another quote from the book is a big advocate for yoga and therapy. Those are like the two main things that Bessel talks about as for healing, like huge modalities, because therapy allows you to connect with your mind and your inner self, and then yoga is all about connecting with the mind and the body being really intentional with the body and feeling everything that's there. And the body really does keep the score. So many things can be stored. So much trauma can be stored in your joints or you know, a creaky hip. And it's crazy how it all works, but 
in my opinion, is very fascinating and very amazing just how much our bodies and minds know and do for us and keep in store too. But anyways, the quote is just about, as he tells the students, the two most important phrases in therapy as in yoga are notice that and what happens next. Once you start approaching your body with curiosity rather than with fear, everything shifts. And I think that mentality alone is a huge one for me, at least to approach things with curiosity as opposed to fear or any negative emotion, really. Sometimes if we feel anger, we feel bad about that. Or if guilt and shame plays a role in probably everybody's life, especially with how our society is geared to to make everyone just feel bad about everything all the time, unless they're producing and (laughs) giving away their body to capitalism. That's just on the surface, very true. And that's a whole deep dive topic. But yeah, so much guilt and shame is embedded in our everyday lives, how much we say sorry for things that we shouldn't be apologizing for or don't need to apologize for. And same with anger or sadness. Some people hate crying or feel that it makes them weak to express sadness. And that's just a valid emotion. Grief, the grief process, which everyone experiences in one way or another, is such a tumultuous thing on the body and goes through so many different emotions and waves throughout the body from like anger to fear to sadness to loss to longing like it's a crazy range of emotions that are in there and i think once we allow ourselves to actually feel those things accept that we're human and might feel these crazy things i think once once we do that instead of trying to shy away from anything negative and only focus on the positive then we can actually like grow through the things not everything is positive and just realize that's happening to accept that not so great things are allowed to be not so great and that we're allowed to feel that to feel the repercussions from that and then to approach those maybe negative emotions that were left behind with curiosity as opposed to anything but trying to push them away or not feel them at all or just focus on the positive it is a great thing to try and pull the positive from any situation but It doesn't mean that the situation in and of itself is something to be happy about. There's bad things that happen. And once we can accept that and acknowledge it, then I think that's when like the growth truly starts, or the healing at least truly starts. (laughs) Another great quote. It takes an enormous trust and courage to allow yourself to remember. And that's like a huge theme on trauma. So much of our stuff, as I mentioned before, starts early on in life. The things about our character how we feel about certain things, how we might get triggered about this or that, no matter how small it is, like some of those things are formed before we even have memory of them. And or very early on, we've long forgotten it. And things like that, we have to sit with it, get curious and deep dive, in my opinion, to try and see what it is and to acknowledge it and acknowledge, I think, a big part of the healing, which I'm sure you guys have heard about, but just acknowledging the inner child and sometimes like reparenting the inner child and giving them what they didn't have when they were younger. Because at the end of the day, our parents are just humans learning how to do that whole crazy life thing as well, as well as raise new life, which is a crazy endeavor. And yeah, to allow ourselves to remember that so that we can see what the inner voice needs. Why are we so angry why are we so sad all the time or so anxious for me i struggled with like anxiety and depression until i think i was like 20 
I had a whole period there where I just started to realize that there's other emotions and that was a whole like breakdown because no matter when it happens in your life it's still your entire life right that you went thinking one way until the thinking may have shift, shifted or you experienced new things experienced a new emotion so yeah when I was bummed and I was like oh man 20 years might not be a long time but that was at the time my whole life of just anxiety and depression all the time and I have to think about like how anxious and fearful I was of the world when I was in preschool. Like I have memories of that. That's a bummer. Like every kid deserves a chance just to be a kid, just to be happy and run around, be the joy that we see in children. That's kind of what I think healing is all about is like returning to the joy that we were as children and remembering that within ourselves and remembering what that was or maybe curating a new version of it, a new understanding of it in adulthood if we never truly understood it in childhood. But just understanding that, yeah, life is just that. There's no prejudice. There's no anger, hostility. There's no no discrimination. Like it's all just joy and love and community. And I think that's to tie it all back. Like that's where community comes into play with me so much when you truly can connect with others on a deeper level to be your, yourself. That's a whole feat in and of itself, obviously. Easier said than done to just be yourself with others. But if you can get there or challenge yourself to do that, to admit the things that you're embarrassed about or shy about and just share it with someone else, like you might find that one, you're not alone. And two, people are still going to accept you, even quirks and all. Like that's, And those are the people that you want around. If you share a quirk and someone thinks you're weird and never talks to you again for it like it's good that person left your life because that wasn't a true friendship or any kind of true love or connection there so yeah when you start to be yourself show yourself to others the ones that are meant to stick around will and the ones that love unconditionally will still love unconditionally because that's the whole point of the word unconditional i think to tie it all together yeah themes that are helping me right now are connecting with community and to allow myself to remember and accept things of the past that no longer are, but to know that everything will be okay in the end. If it's not okay right now, that means it's not the end. And to just keep moving forward, a quote from accepting everything, you know, and feeling the feelings, but to not let that take away all hope for me. And I think that's a big thing is just whenever we are feeling not so great feelings that that doesn't have to last forever and another final quote from a song that's been getting me through live it's called live by palace 10 out of 10 highly recommend but i think the quote is the future is bright if we can ebb with the flows great lyric and yeah just so true to me if we can accept the lows as much as we accept the highs and validate all of them as part of the human experience and part of our experience something we get to be grateful for or get to experience then the bad becomes a little less bad and we get curious about the bad and what it can teach us and what it means for us it's just something that we get to explore with curiosity explore it and analyze it discover new things as opposed to just having it be a all-consuming not so great emotion that keeps us down forever again all easier said than done please don't hesitate to reach out to us share leave comments talk about your experience because again it's valid it's the human experience there's billions of them and i guarantee that you're not alone 
I think the first step of discovering that is to truly accept who you are and truly accept what you've gone through and then share that with those around you and just to not to not ever be ashamed or afraid of those things and to share it with the people that you love is they yeah that's what love is all about is that connecting and that connection and support through through it all the highs and the lows i think that's what love is for me thank you for listening again and hope you all are doing well we'll be back soon with positive news podcast and a little deep dive into some of our favorite themes from the book emergent strategy which follows so much of what i just talked about as far as community and collaboration and connection and just how like healing and empowering that all can be and how much good it can bring to the world it's a beautiful thing anyways yeah thank you again and have a good one